If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. You're the you're in charge. Oh, we're live. We're we're live, dude. Hey, and they said it would never return, and maybe it shouldn't have. <laughs> it probably it definitely shouldn't have. But it's back. Formerly known as I don't know what we were. The yeah, other fifteen percent is that what we were. Yeah, that's not a good name. Who came up with that name? Oh, I did. We'll come up with a much better one. We'll have a contest, and you can. Na- no, we're not going to do that either. That's how we name my site. My site that yeah, I yeah. Look how that went. What did you get, TJ? Did he get like steak knives or? Um, he had he had premium membership the entire time. The entire <laughs> Sorry. Run, he didn't run. have to pay the insider fee that the rest of us did to get yeah. your hidden content. Yeah, there were no. Which was disgusting, by the it way. Was, it was I never disabled. I never liked that, but that was fine. I'm glad I had it. So we vowed uh, when we quit this two and a half years ago that if the Cubs ever got good again, we'd come back, and we never thought we'd actually have to come back. <laughs> and apparently now we do. It was two cramped. and a half years. It was 2013. Yeah. I guess that's less than two years. I, I don't know. You're the, right. Ma- the maths were not uh, my strong suit. I haven't. I didn't. I don't think I blogged at all la- in the entire last season. So that would make sense. 2013. Yeah. It sounds about right. Well, welcome back, Andy Dolan. Yeah. Yes, welcome back, Mike Brod. <laughs> it's uh, I'm I'm really impressed with how well I framed the shot behind me you does it look like the hall go, behind me goes on forever yeah it actually does Although, and for the listeners who are not watching the video of this oh that's right most of them won't will they yeah <sighs> they yeah. only get they only get half the experience more like a third because this is i'm going to do some interpretive dance later yeah. about the cubs you have a cub themed room now very impressive because you've moved since the since the last podcast. i have moved i actually uh, i returned to illinois um, simply because I uh, wanted to be back when the Cubs were actually good, and uh, you just wanted to be back within the MLB's blackout restriction. I did because it makes it a pain in the ass to watch half the games now. the uh, The games out here are on um, two channels. Yeah, you know, well, the the GN games are on um, this thing called Antenna TV, and then the ABC, the uh, WLS games are on my network TV, only one of which is on direct TV. So here it is, 2015, and I have a freaking antenna again so that I can get 55 of the Cub games. But the best part about antenna TV is that um, the commercials on are like literally like $50 a piece. So you get some primo advertising. Um, there's this one guy who does, um, he owns this uh, restaurant, and he get, he has the I should I have to record the commercial and we'll play it on the podcast. He's the best actor ever. He stands in front of a green screen and they put this like um it's like a nine year old painted sky dome interpretively and they put it behind him so you could tell he was at a baseball stadium and he does a lot of waving like I've you could come get a hamburger as big as my head and we're right next to Farm and Fleet and if a restaurant is next to Farm and Fleet you know that it is high quality cuisine Wait, when he waves his hands does like a 
I'm not even gonna ask that because people visually won't see that. Um, have you do you not get the uh, there's some group of brothers that have owned a, a very, very obese brothers that own a car <laughs> dealership in uh, I think by the Fox Valley Mall. Maybe I'm getting it because I'm local for to the Fox Valley Mall, it's right by my house. Um, but they do it, it's some, it's some pretty high quality like local advertising, yeah. They're like, hey, we should start servicing trains in the work in the shop. And they're like, trains? And they're like, yeah, I guess how will we get them up on the lift? And then like, womp, womp. It is, it's some good, it's some high quality writing, some high quality acting. It's, uh, so you're missing out. Yeah, it sounds like, it. The, I live next to a celebrity though. Um, Woody from Woody GMC. Mm. His, his brother lives next door. Okay. Yeah. So and he learned. drives and he drives a Buick and it has the Woody logo on the side, which I would do too. If my brother owned a car dealership, I would let him put a sticker on my car if I could drive a car for free. So, so you uh, live next to someone that was came out of the same vagina as a celebrity. As, yeah, exactly. Okay. As a huge celebrity. I don't live next to Bob Rorman, but um no. that's because I live within five hundred yards of a school. <laughs> I have a I have a uh, restraining order against anyone that has a hair lip. Okay, we should talk about baseball because we're gonna. This is our resolution, right? We're gonna not ramble on for two hours at a time. That's right. That's right. We're, we're gonna, gonna be we're gonna be very much uh, disciplined, and we're gonna keep it short so that we just want to entertain the people. Yeah, I think that's really what it's all about. Five minutes in, we haven't mentioned a damn thing that's noteworthy. So, because this is a Cub podcast, I'd like to spend the next fifteen minutes talking about Louis Valbuena. <laughs> is it no i can't do that anymore former cub oh i i guess I 10 home runs and i think he has 12 hits yeah uh yeah well the astros are yeah they're kicking ass rocking um i would like i guess if since this is a broadcast to people are taking a people ron coomer has apparently worn out his welcome <laughs> I, I agree with you mike you, wait, you agree with? I, see, I don't. I I don't think he's that bad. I mean, he no, he agrees with everything that Pat says. So oh, yeah, okay. Um, he uh, I I mean, I don't think people. Someone had po- tweeted about something about how even Zonk was better than him. I don't no, think people no. remember Zonk because he was brutal. The only thing I don't like about Coomer, and this isn't his fault. Why do they make him do play-by-play in the fifth inning of every yeah, game? Yeah, that's that's the problem because he can't do it at all, and you don't right. know what happened. And, and it almost always seems like something big happens in the fifth inning of a game. Yep. And the, the most frustrating thing is that unlike when Judd Surratt used to scream at us for an inning, Pat used to leave the booth because right. we knew what he had to do. He, you know, Montezuma has called and he's got to go take care of that. Pat is sitting right next to Ron. So you have like the best radio play-by-play announcer in the world. Let him do the play-by-play for an inning. I don't think he needs to rest. It's not like he's laying. Maybe there's a fainting couch in the back of the booth. Wait, he's really in the booth? Yeah, he, he's the color announcer for that inning. Oh, I He talks even... a lot, but he always has to tell you what happened because Ron d- didn't. He literally, there was a game against the Padres where the Cubs had, um, they. It was, I think it was a Sunday afternoon game, and the Cubs were coming back, and twice there were hits that scored a runner from first or second base hits. You weren't sure we're going to score the runner. And Ron forgot to tell you that the run scored. He's like, there's Brian. He pulls into second with a double and Pat's over there. Oh, and the run scores. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for that, Ron. That was kind of important to know that. I wonder if like Pat has 
a horrible debilitating disease that they're just trying to get someone to prepare to take his space. Well, why did they hire Mark Grody and then not have him do anything? He just does like the updates. Yeah. Shouldn't he do anything? When I applied for that job, it was with the understanding that you would have to do play-by-play for editing a game. And I'm sure that's why they didn't hire me because they didn't think I could do the play-by-play. And lo and behold, you don't have to do it. So I'm going to sue. <laughs> I'll represent you. Um, but I think, I think Coomer originally got the job just so they could call it Pat and Ron. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, hang on, my dogs are assholes. All right, this is what I really wanted. I get to host the whole thing by myself now. Let's talk about my. Oh, he's back. I didn't hear a word you said. That's probably good. Uh, so that's really, I mean, let's not talk about the fact that the Cubs are on pace for 92 wins. Let's not talk about, about the fact that if the Cardinals weren't world beaters, they'd, they'd be leading the division. Uh, let's talk about Ron Coomer. Yep, that's what we should. For the next because we haven't, minutes. we've had all these really good teams to brag about the last few years. We're tired of it. So let's nitpick other things. Oh, you know what we could talk about? Today is the anniversary of Kerry Woods' last game, three-year anniversary of Kerry Woods' last game, I guess. Oh, yeah, when uh, he came off the field and Tony Campana hugged him in the nuts. <laughs> that was great. It's so funny. So someone had posted that on uh, Facebook, you know, so long to Kerry Wood and all that stuff. Well, so long, three years ago. But so, of course, I kind of fell down a YouTube rabbit hole of looking up old stuff. And it's so funny, like, even – seeing the, the carry wood last, you know, final strikeout against the white Sox, uh, like Dempster was on that team and like, yeah, like Campana. And like, you think of the, that was three years ago. The whole, the, basically the entire roster has turned over Castro, I think. And Rizzo came up that year. Right. But I think yeah. it was late May. So basically the entire roster has turned over. Yeah. That we were probably still basking in the glow of Brian LaHare. Well, that happened. I bet. Yeah. What happened to that guy? Uh, Do you remember the suggestion that some fan had that because LaHare was doing so well, the Cubs should play Rizzo at third base, yeah. even <laughs> though he's left-handed? Yeah. <laughs> that was in an old musk box. That's the, that's, the, uh, that's the caliber of fan that we're yeah. dragging around with us. And, they're, and that's the one bad thing is that they all come back now. Well, your idea is to put – uh, Bryant and left trade for trade everyone for Valbuena back. Yeah, him at third base. Yeah. I would trade Bryant for Valbuena if I had to. Yeah, I wouldn't want. I wouldn't feel good about it, but I wouldn't feel that bad about it. You know, I mean? <laughs> you know, I'm I'm really impressed that this team is that good, considering that Theo ripped the heart and soul out of them this winter and shipped it off to Houston, where I don't think it's a coincidence that the Astros are pretty good now. But that's fine. If you want to, if you want to try to get by with that skinny guy that uh, has only hit four home runs, um, I don't think he's really been that impressive either. Is that one more than Solaris hit though? Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Oh, so as I fell down this rabbit hole, of course I started. I looked up like, uh, I don't know. I was looking up old good Cub moments, and so I watched. That doesn't take very long. Nope. But I'll bump. So says. Uh, Where's the band? Home Ball. Run. In game one. Oh, that's a different show. In game one of the, we have sounds. We could do that. Um, no, that's not. Game one of the uh, of the NLCS in 03. Like you have to specify that it was in 03. <laughs> All those NLCSs they've been in. Uh, they've been in two ever. Yeah. No, three. Three. Forgot about yeah. 84. And then this led me to um, 
to uh for some reason the the metadata would led me to the uh opening day well opening day in wrigley field walk off win in 2000 april 10th 2000 i think 2000 or 2001 and it was like damon buford chip was announcing yeah. it was it was tough is it, it might have been a one it was that all one team is is really underrated as far as winning a lot of games with yeah. a terrible team. Yeah. They were awful. It was Sammy and nobody else. It was amazing. What was what was uh Baylor's first year? Was it 2000 or 01? 2000. So then yeah, it was 2000 because it was the first, okay. first. And they were terrible. Yeah. Terrible in 2000, overachieved in 01 and he was gone by the middle of 02. Shane Andrews though hit a game tying three run home run in the bottom of the ninth inning to tie that game. And then uh, Jeff Reed, I think <laughs> drove in the game winning run. Uh, it was exciting. That's wow. amazing. The number of bums that this team has had. Yeah. And now bums. let's look at this roster. Now let's name the bums. I mean, it quite obviously oh, it, there's runs. more bums than not. It's just <laughs> that the guys that are good are really good. Well, Okay, let's say bums that we actually hate because I feel like oh that won't take very long. Two of them just got sent off on a fired off on a missile this morning. Yeah, Coke, Schlitter, and Coke. Oh, Schlitter got Schlitter got sent to Iowa. Oh, Iowa, Iowa deserves him. The entire state hadn't they just called him up or had brought him back up again? He pitched twice, and that was twice too many. Yeah, and then he had to go away. And then yeah, Coke got DFA'd, right? Yes, and I have a feeling he's going to clear waivers. Fingers crossed. <laughs> uh, we may uh, not be done with him yet. David Ross is the only guy that I actually don't like. like and he's the backup catcher. Yeah. So and I, perfect. my hatred for Dave, uh, hatred's not the right word. I didn't understand why they needed him. Exactly. You know, you had, you had, I thought that a platoon of Wellington Castillo and Miguel Montero would work pretty well. And I don't think that John Lester really needs a caddy. I don't no. think he needs Ross, but now Wellington's gone. They traded yeah. him to the Mariners today. Yeah. So now we're stuck with David Ross and you know, he's going to get hurt. He's a million years old yeah. and his abdomen like fell out of his body a couple yeah. of days ago and he just poked it back in and he's playing again. But what drives me nuts about David Ross is like when he pops out to second base as he's want to do the field cameras, pick him up screaming fuck at the top of his lungs. Every single, it's like David That's Ross. We all knew this was the outcome. Like, yeah. are you the only one that expected to get a base hit? Yeah, I'm always surprised when he hits the ball. Yeah. So I, yeah. I'm, I'm actually applauding at home that he made contact, and he's swearing. I don't get it. He pitched a nice inning. <laughs> he did, actually. I like the way he did it because he. some guys, they get out there, and they try to throw, like, 85 miles an hour, and they can't. He was throwing, like, 65 miles an hour, yeah. basically. Here it is. Hit it at hit somebody. It Let's get the hell out of here. Yeah. And it worked. He got yeah. three ground balls and or a pop-up and two ground balls, and he was done. And I, uh, my my Twitter feed went crazy. I was, I'd long given up. I was watching a movie. And I uh, checked the Twitter feed afterwards, and all I saw was, you know, am I, one guy was tweeting, am I the only one still watching this? <laughs> and I think he was, because he couldn't believe no one was commenting on the fact that David Ross was pitching in a big league game. <laughs> um, he probably was. What movie did you watch? Uh, was that? Oh, I think I was watching Unbroken. Oh. I wish I had broken it. Yeah. Actually, that movie was... Um, Wait, was that the Mark Wahlberg, or was that the one with Chris Pine? No. Rains? No, Unbroken is uh, the movie about the guy 
Louis Zamparelli or whatever his name is. He was the it's the Angelina Jolie movie about the guy who was a Olympic oh. runner and then he was a he flew on a bomber in World War Two and he got yeah. and the Captured. he ended up in a Japanese concentration camp and they beat the crap out of him for three hours. Yeah. It was not exactly the feel good movie of the yeah. year. Better than watching David Ross pitch an inning though. Yeah. Um, I will say I've probably watched more Cubs games this year than I have in the past four years combined. I've been to two. Yeah, I always think it's a good sign when I was actually relieved they had the day off yesterday. Yeah. Because I felt like I needed to do something else. I needed to get something else done. That means to me that I've been watching them intently, which I hadn't done for a long time. So I think that's a good sign. And I will say that, and I'm already like scoreboard checking day to day. I know it's ridiculous and stupid, but I don't know. I'm curious. And uh, I got to say to my entire Twitter feed, the people that are turning games off when they're down three runs, four yeah. runs in the fifth inning are dumb. Well, dumb even people, you know, they didn't play very well Sunday. Yeah. And in the, I think it was the bottom of the eighth. They had the, the tying run comes up. Yep. They get on base all the freaking time, yeah. which they never used to. Yeah. You have to kind of change your expectations have to change because they're actually good now. Yeah. And yeah, no, well, with this bullpen, no lead is safe. Right. No deficit is safe either. So, and they're, the bullpen's going to get better just by virtue of healthy guys getting back. And um, I don't know. What do you think about Travis Wood of the bullpen? Listen to me. I'm actually been paying attention to. I, <laughs> I think it'll be it'll be funny if he turns into Sean Marshall, considering he that's who they got him. For. Yeah. I think he could. Um, Madden was on the radio today, today, and he basically thinks Wood will be a good reliever because. Um, if one or two it. innings at a time, he can actually, he doesn't have to pace himself. Right. And he said, he'll throw hard because he actually can throw hard. He just can't throw hard very long. Yeah. But it's going to depend on how our little buddy, uh, Tiyoshi Wada, Wada does. Cause if he, if he gets lit up, then that kind of scraps that plan. Yeah. But I liked him last year. Wada. Yeah. Yeah. He was Wada. great. Last Wada. Year. Did you get my, see my hilarious joke about them calling up junior Lake and Wada the same day. No, but my favorite feature of this podcast is when you read tweets that you've. Yeah, tweeted let me get. Let me look for this. <laughs> well, allow me to quote a great American <laughs> myself. You can't uh, have a lake without water. Oh, uh, very, uh, very, very pretty, good. Pretty puntastic. Um, one thing I did miss all of last year, and and Prebot from our both of our sites pointed out to me, um, Junior Lake is terrible. Is that is that everyone's understanding? <laughs> No, he's supposed to be good now because he he only strikes out twice as much as he walks, which okay. is a huge departure. Of course, they have to remember that was in Iowa, and yeah. everybody hits at Iowa. Did Every, Michael everybody. die? I know he broke something, but did he? Isn't it that's that's one of the things that nobody really seems to talk about? He he breaks his hand. Everybody saw. I mean, he got hit right on. You know, well for you listening, I'm showing my hand. <laughs> and if you've never seen a hand before, he. He played, he was active for six more days and he actually played in three of the games. He actually tried to pinch hit against a Chapman and he had a a finger apparently so broken. They put him on the 60 day disabled list. Yeah. Not the 15 day, the 60 day DL. And it was all because he, he had the bad luck to break that hand six days before Chris Bryant's service time needed to kick in. So he had to stay on the roster for six days. Well, Thanks though to Crane, he it would have been seven days if he wouldn't have canceled. That's right, <laughs> canceled that yeah. that ridiculous. It's, 
cold it, there's rain yeah. on the forecast and our toilets won't flush so <laughs> we're not playing tonight sorry <laughs> that is the funniest that's the first game i think i can remember ever being canceled for cold <laughs> yeah i yeah. i've sat in games where it's snow is coming that, that night there was a game i think in in pittsburgh or detroit or somewhere there was snow on the field yeah the Cubs were snug I mean, in their bed. That was that's a page right out of the Jerry Reinsdorf playbook. Yeah. You know, it used to be whenever a White Sox game happened to be scheduled the same night as a Bulls play, home playoff game, right? It was automatically too cold to play. <laughs> yeah. It just didn't matter. <laughs> and uh, it's funny because the White Sox they push all these games into the summer so they can get you know better attention. And nobody goes anyway. I mean, why do they? But just play the game. You have no fans. They're not coming in July if they're not coming in May. Don't worry about. it. Sox fans are super excited. They've won six in a row, right? Yeah. That team sucks. Yeah. I kind it's of hilarious. enjoy that. Yeah. And I don't like to relish in their – your dogs are barking. I don't like to yeah. relish in their uh, – in other teams' misery. But when they were bleeding so loudly in the offseason, how badly the Cubs were to finish and the how well the yeah. Sox were – I mean, you know, I know we're at the finish, obviously. But Cubs are off to a pretty cool start. I mean, they and they could probably – very easily have about five, six more wins. Yeah. I I don't know why, because I liked him when he was a cup, but I'm enjoying Jeff Samarjant not sucking. being good. Me yeah. too. I even enjoyed it when he was in Oakland kind of sucking. I think it's because he was such a dick about the rebuilding. Like, he couldn't understand it. Yeah. Why, why do we keep trading these guys away? We're trading away shitty players who just happen to be your friends to get better players who you could make friends with. You know, you're, not, you're allowed. Yeah. It's okay. As someone that went to school at the same time as Jeff Samarjant did, He's a moron. <laughs> he is an absolute moron. Um, yeah. He's from Valpo, right? Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. So um, we don't have much time left on. We have like five minutes if we're going to be, be well-behaved about this. But um, we got to save. We can't give it all away in the first podcast. True. We got to save the good stuff for later. So, yeah, with teasers, though. Are we going to kind of try and make this a weekly thing? That's the plan. All right. Good luck with that. I make no promises, but that's the plan. <laughs> we might not be back till 2017. <laughs> so stay they'll tuned. Have a couple, they'll have a couple uh, trophies in their in their trophy case after, right, or something. Yeah, something like that. I, All right. Well, let's in the, in the last couple minutes. Let's right. uh, let's actually predict. Let's do let's our rapid go. fire segment. All right. Have you got the cards? <laughs> bring him. Bring the guest in. Oh there's my God! Gold. Is it Kevin there's, Millar? Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> He got he. Oh, that piece of shit. Do a lot How of this. How long ago has he been in the league? And he is not. <laughs> I would tell you. I would tell you, Rosie. <laughs> With his veneer. <laughs> um. Okay, let's not go around the league, but let's predict realistically. Where With every the, the outcome of every game for the rest of the season. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Tonight. Tonight. I think, the, I think they'll Dodgers? score three runs in the third inning against the okay. Padres. Yeah. Oh, not, probably not Dodgers, that good in detail. No. All right. Is it Padres? All right. I knew it was some West Coast team because of the late start. All right. Reasonably, reasonably, yeah. we are the voice of the reasonable Cub fan. Oh, God. We don't buy season tickets in the bleachers. Reasonable <laughs> expectations for this 2015 installment of the Chicago Cubs. They're going to win at least 21 games. Good, good call. Um, I would have said that I didn't, I thought maybe if they got to 500, that would be a big deal. I think that would be disappointing now. Yeah. If they only got to 500. Yeah. And I thought it was a good sign. You know, they, they pissed away two games of the Cardinals. Yeah. 
but then this last homestand, they had to play two teams that they're most likely going to have to beat to get into the, to get into the playoffs if they don't somehow pass the Cardinals. And they won six out of the seven games. And they smoked the Mets. Yeah, that was fun. I mean, I know they didn't have to see Harvey, but right, right? They did. They beat him. Oh, they did? Oh, that's right. That was the one to nothing or two they to got one. All, they got all that's the good. Right. The only one they missed was Bart Colon. That's right. That's face. right. Yeah, they got into the bullpen finally. They even, got, they even brought up freaking Thor. Yeah. And they still they beat him too. Yeah, that was cool. Um, yeah, it was impressive because they actually they outpitched them. Yeah. They got good. They got timely hitting, and they out, and to a man, they outpitched the great Mets. Now, yeah. It helped that half the Mets lineup is hurt, but even when the Mets lineup is healthy, it's not very good. So it doesn't yeah. really matter. The timely hitting is the cool thing because even though Starlin's been uh, cold, I think it's fair to say in the, in yeah. the last couple of weeks, he. Thank God that Chuck uh, updates us every day how Starlin's doing his last 10 games. That that bit's not old at all. No, that's stupid. And, and honestly, if you're not a Starlin Castro at this point in his career, you shouldn't root for this team because, like, that kid. <laughs> can play baseball and like you know what's funny i everyone's saying how much Im, much improved his defense is i like i and i i'm not a good person to judge defensive metrics especially from the, on the left side of the infield but he uh i feel like he's making infuriatingly bad plays on routine plays but then <laughs> making these ridiculous circus catches and so um but uh, you know what even if he's he just seems like he's actually kind of maturing into um one of those guys that can actually tutor well tutor can, can sort of be like a, a mentor to some of these, like, I mean, Addison Russell, I know his numbers aren't, but considering his cold start, Russell looks like he's possibly legit. Yeah. Scarily. And no, he's good. Baez will some, at some point, I assume be up again. If he doesn't have any more funerals to go through. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I think they that'll be interesting because they have to figure out what left to do field. with that. I mean, the easiest thing, I guess, is to make one of them play third and move Bryant to left. Yeah, that's what because, they have to do. Because Javi's a good infielder, so you don't want to just stash him in left. Um, and then how stacked is that outfield if Solaire yeah. starts hitting again? Because followers well, they only have they, Yeah, they only have one hole in their lineup right now, and it's Coughlin. And if I hear one more guy talk about his fucking batting average of balls in play – you can you can sell that to me for a week or two. He's hitting two nineteen or whatever. He's not very good. I think it's less I mean, than that even. He and he also, I I I feel like the cameras just aren't picking up because every time a ball is hit to left, he has to spin around three times. Yeah. Before he oh, starts. he's a terrible. He cannot he cannot cut a ball off. Like, I, I just don't get it because he does. He's not like it, it's like why couldn't Ball Canerco run more than three miles an hour? Like. You're like a, a skinny. You're not a like fat white guy. Like Mark Grace, I get why he couldn't run the bases because he was up. He was already a pack in like yeah. by the third inning. But what is Coglin doing? Like, I don't know. I don't get it. No, and I think he might think it's like racquetball, and the, the ball has to hit the wall before he can play it. That's the only thing I can think of because yeah. otherwise I, I don't quite get it. He seems like a nice guy. I think he'd be a good guy to have off the bench. I just don't yeah, want oh, to play sure. on left field every day. He's Todd Hollinsworth in 2004. Oh, good. Maybe he'll foul Shatter. a ball off his <laughs> shin and trap a nerve or whatever the hell. Um, And last thought, I have seen the video board. Now I've seen both of them, the one in left and one in right. When you see them, it's awesome. Like, yeah. although I will say, uh, it's still cool that the the count you kind of have to go to the old board for the for the count, 
but um it's kind of strange that they're not utilizing all that space on both those boards just to have the count somewhere because as far as i can tell it's nowhere and i don't think pitch count is either like the right field board seems exclusively for that's just the lineup lineups right? yeah and then the left you know they'll show replays and stuff in between innings and guys stats and all that kind of stuff. well i think the right field board is what it, they have to ask al what he what he Want finds acceptable to look at left field it's behind him so they can put whatever they want up there <sighs> there are um people well-placed people i won't i don't want to rat them out top men yeah who and who love to send me pictures of al at the <laughs> games so i get i get instant messaged on twitter with some doozies and uh, uh. I, I enjoy that very much there there's a lot of uh not just the aggression that many of us have for that guy. There's a lot of passive aggression against him, too. I'm indifferent. I couldn't care less because I don't go there. Um, yeah, I don't really either, but I now I just... You're linked. You're forever linked. You're, yeah, we're, he's the I'm, Moriarty to your Sherlock. <laughs> um, I do have access. I, I have access to... Many of us do. I know somebody who has those, who has bleacher season tickets. And has basically volunteered to give them give me any game I want, and so I can I have to get some of us together so that we can go claim that spot in the left field corner before he can get there because it will drive him insane because he he always sits there and he's like the first one in line every day just so he can sit in the worst seat in the house. But My understanding is that that's why they had to replace the bleachers because there was like a <laughs> divot in the left field. <laughs> well, it's, they, it's certainly why there's that much concrete out there. <laughs> it's all for Al. I'd, I would like to actually see the new bleachers. I'm not a bleachers type guy, but I would like to see what they did to them. I mean, like physically, like the, the seats look, I mean, but from sitting in the section 512 or whatever I was sitting last game, um, they look better, but I'm they sure look, the amenities are nicer. They look bigger, but they claim they like capacity they only won. went up by 500 people. Oh. But maybe it's because they built that. It just looks better because they built a concourse behind it. Probably. But it looks yeah. cool. I mean, everything they've done so far, even though they managed to, they're the Cubs. They can't get out of their own way. Everything takes longer than it's supposed to. They right. have a PR disaster with everything. Everything they've done so far has been pretty nice. Yeah. Um, when they finish right field, I literally should have read any article over the winter about this, but are they going to do like that party deck again and right? Or is that going to be back to like family section or whatever? They're supposed to have a thing like they do in left in front of the video board oh. that you can run out. And then they made that weird. I don't know if there's a weird well in right, like there is in left where they basically figured out, oh crap. The, the wall has to be the video board wall has to be higher here. So we're going to lose a oh, row. Yeah. So we'll put some stools down there and people can pay extra to sit there. Yeah. Yeah. And people do. Cause of course. Out. Well, all right, Dolan, I think we're all right, over the first time. of the first of many. Yeah. Of this yet unnamed mess. Yeah. Until you at home name it and win fabulous prizes. I've got a, I've got a broken Starlin Castro bobblehead here somewhere. Um, it came and the feet were both broken off of it. It was very disturbing. <laughs> and I called MLB and they said, no, 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 we'll send you a new one. Don't send that one back. I could give that to whoever uh, comes up with a name. Cool. For the podcast. I have a, uh, uh, extra autographed Mark Pryor, Paul, that my, uh, wife at the time had <laughs> bought me for a gift because she at, hated me. At some point you probably thought I'm going to retire on that on this extra ball. ball. And yeah. now, 
now you could you and the Beagles could play catch with it in the backyard. Yeah, I don't even know where it is. I've got my most obscure autograph that I treasure is my Carlos Marmol, I think. Uh, I got a Bill Buckner one, but you know, I think people now now that the Red Sox finally won and he's off the hook, people are remembering that Bill Buckner was freaking awesome. Yeah, Bill Buckner was time. great. So I'm glad that but the Marmol and that's the other thing people don't seem to remember. He was freaking awesome too. Oh yeah. For like three years. And then he was terrible. He went from really, really good to oh my God, he can't he keeps throwing the ball in the stands. Yeah. So that's one thing I want to talk about in a future podcast. Ooh, teaser. Uh, yes. Um why Addison Russell throws his bat in the stands every four swings. I it's don't Ricky quite understand Gutierrez that. Syndrome. Huh? Remember Ricky Gutierrez? Yes, Ricky Gutierrez. Yes. Every like third pitch. And then he'd always look baffled. He'd always yeah. like look over his shoulder, just completely dumbfounded. Yeah. That he... What happened? <laughs> All right, Dolan. All right. Good to have Good you job. back. Good to have you back. Talk to you soon. All right. Go Cubs. Yay. <laughs>